I got I got love for a lot of the players on the Rockets as well as the Lakers. You know, I'm a LA right. rep, so I'm gonna always so you were stand never thinking about, about about jumping in there and defending because you're you're friends with Harden, right? Yeah, Harden, my guy, CP. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the players on the on the Rockets, I got love for. Right. But no, nah, I would never jump in no NBA fight. Hell no. Okay. Good morning. Welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Monday morning. We've got your NBA action covered from one of the last weekends in the NBA season. I'm Zach Harper, joined by Big Waz, Rob Lopez, catching a, I'm not saying Frisco trolley, San Francisco trolley. By the way, theathletic.com slash dings. That's going to get you a discount for about $3 a month. This stuff is going behind the athletic paywall starting April 8th. So you want to get that subscription now. It's about, uh, you know, one less coffee a month in order to get that. And of course, we have our live show in Chicago, May 18th at Lincoln Hall. You can get tickets today on countthedings.com. Coming up on today's Daily Ding, LeBron has been shut down. Trey Young is a hero. And Nikola Jokic is furious. But first, oh no, Thunder. Mavs 106, Thunder 103 in Oklahoma City. The Thunder just couldn't make shots down the stretch of this one, and they continue to craft themselves as they finish the season. They've lost, uh, or I'm sorry, they've won just six of their last 19 games. They are 6-13 in their last 19 games. They fall into eighth in the West. Uh, Waz, do they want to face the Warriors in this 1-8 matchup in any way? Of course not, right? And and I'm sure if you ask them, they like their chances against every other team in the West who isn't Golden State's. I mean, yeah, who isn't Golden State? So, you know, I'm sure they're just like, just as long as we get out of stay out of the eighth spot, we'll be fine. That's probably their mentality. And and when this slide first started, I was like, well, this seems like a team that's a little bit bored um, waiting for the playoffs to start, but their defense has slipped. And they're always going to have – um, trouble scoring. They just right. are. They don't have that type of offensive talent. And so I don't know. I I, I, t- I tend to think they'll be fine when they get to the playoffs, um, but I'm starting to get a little bit worried. Yeah. I mean, I, for a while I've been like, you know what? I trust them against the, the Nuggets. I, I, you know, I don't trust them against the Warriors because it's the Warriors, but like any other matchup, like I think they can make some noise, but the way their defense has fallen off yeah, and like they, you're right. They just they struggle to score consistently, especially in some of those matchups. And and normally it's funny. Like this is a little bit hypocritical of me. Normally I don't care about regular season series against the team. I don't like. I just don't yeah, care. Same. But after the way that they've they've slid at the end of the season and the way they've played Denver this season, I care a little bit about that matchup. Even if they get to a two seven, like I think Denver has the upper hand. Yeah, and we haven't been the biggest Denver people. No, as man, a I think we're pretty much like uh, doubting Denver in a lot of ways. <laughs> like, I think that's pretty on record at this point. But this, 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 this late season slide is very concerning. Yeah, it's very concerning. In this one, Dennis Schroeder missed a bunch of late shots. Uh, Russell Westbrook missed a couple of late shots. And here's the thing. The Mavs beat them. That's normally okay, even though it's on the road in Oklahoma City. But they didn't have Luka Doncic. No Luka in this one. Trey Burke beat them. Trey Burke had 25 points off the bench uh, for Dallas. Jalen Brunson had 18 in the start. Devin Harris had 15 points in 17 minutes off the bench. Uh, For the Thunder, Russell Westbrook, 25 points, 11 assists, 11 rebounds. So he got his triple-double. And he actually didn't shoot poorly in this game other than missing those late shots. Paul George, 27 points, 11 rebounds. Uh, He was 8 of 20 from the field, 5 of 12 from deep. So he didn't shoot great, but he wasn't terrible. He hit threes. Steven Adams, 20 points, 15 rebounds, but just 14 bench points for the Thunder. Like just nobody else seemed to help out in this game. And 
as much as I like Steven Adams, as much as you like Steven Adams, he can't be your third scorer, right? Like he can be your no. best role player, but you can't rely on him for scoring. Like someone else has to step up. Yeah, he's got to be your fifth to sixth scoring option <laughs> at this point. He's just a guy who can finish after others create for him um, every now and then. And he's not even the greatest at finishing, right? right but right. He's, he's a serviceable finisher after somebody else does a majority of the legwork and gets it to him. Uh, yeah, you can't be relying on him as your third your third score. I think that's that's probably Dennis Schroeder's job at this point. Yeah, and he was bad Which, tonight. Like he was three of eleven from the field, one of six from deep. Like just he got in foul trouble. Like he he just he wasn't that guy tonight. Even though he's been good for them most of the season, and he's gonna have his moments, right? Like we've all seen Dennis Schroeder be good and get fooled into thinking that he's you know some future All Star type. But he'll have his moments. It won't be on a consistent night to night basis, but right. he'll have his moments when he can win his matchup. But still, Dennis Schroeder is your third option. Is dicey. Yeah, it's it's dicey for sure. Uh, Paul George and Russell Westbrook combined to shoot eight of twenty from three point range. That's good. That's forty percent. The rest of the team three of twenty three. Three of twenty three. Well, I don't like, think that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Grant was two of eight. Terrence Ferguson zero of two. Stephen Adams took one. Uh, you know, Markeith Morris over three. Uh, Abdel Nader was over two. Ray Felton was over one from deep. Schroeder was one for six. Like. They didn't turn the ball over. They didn't shoot, you know, poorly from the free throw line, although they, you know, they missed six of their 22. But just, man, like they couldn't hit shots and they didn't really score a whole lot in the paint. They didn't get out on the break. Um, you know, they forced some turnovers from Dallas, but they're just not a lot, man. Like you can't let, I don't care, I don't care where you are, like in this season, you can't let Trey Burke beat you. Like that's just not a sign of confidence moving forward. And maybe that's reading too much into one game that they clearly, you know, just didn't show up for enough, especially down the stretch. But man, like I, I just, I keep trying to make excuse or find a silver lining for this team was. And, and it's just the rest of the season has been so bad. Maybe they got to switch. Everybody, you know the deal with FanDuel. FanDuel.com slash B2B. You play in the back-to-back Wednesday challenge. You go. You sign up at FanDuel.com slash B2B. Put money in your account. Uh, FanDuel is going to put five bucks in your account as a bonus. You get to play with B2B listeners every Wednesday. Win that challenge and come on the Friday mailbag to hang out with us. So, again, FanDuel.com slash B2B. Let's get into the news from the weekend that you need to start your week off. Uh, we could start with college, Waz. I know you love you some college basketball. I know you, <laughs> yeah. you love you some free labor. Yeah. Auburn versus Virginia, Michigan State versus Texas Tech. That is your final four. Zion Williamson is the big story of the weekend. He did not advance to the final four. Uh, so personally, you know, not trying to be the, the NBA guy that's done with college basketball or whatever, but once Zion's out, I'm out. Yeah, same. And I've watched a few Auburn games dur- during the tournament. They're a really scrappy, gritty group. Um, and Bruce Pearl seems like a guy who really cares about his dudes. Yeah. So it's nice to see what's happening for them, like at a football school in a football town. Texas Tech, same thing. Like the idea that Texas Tech's program would be in a Final Four is just amazing to me. So I'm happy for those two programs. Uh, LeBron James officially done for the season. Uh, after this was the funny thing to me was, so he posts, he posts a picture on Instagram of him flying through the air, just ripping a dunk against the Charlotte Hornets. And I think the, that was the <laughs> last game he played. just like, just, it looked like the LeBron James logo, right? It looked yeah. like the 
like the young LeBron flying through, cocking it back. And he's like, uh, you know, making fun of people calling him washed. And Kevin Love says, wash, bro. And, you know, LeBron <laughs> is laughing about it and stuff. It says, you know, live, laugh, love as his sign off before he throws his hashtags in there. And then the next day they shut him down. They say, they say you're done for the season. The groin injury is too much. We're not winning anything. We don't need you on the court. Take this last you know week and a half off. I mean, at a certain point, it's like, what's the point, right? Um, obviously, you know, getting to watch LeBron play at all is 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 amazing and and is and is a sort of privilege. But you know, let, let, let's stop the charade. Let's get the best pick that we possibly can if you're the Lakers, and just keep it pushing. Like, let's close the chapter on this awful season. Yeah, he finishes. Uh, he finished the season playing. Let's see, fifty-five games. They were twenty-eight and twenty-seven in the games he played. He averaged twenty-seven points, eight and a half rebounds, eight point three assists. Shot fifty-one percent from the field. I mean, individually, like he put up good numbers because he always puts up good numbers. But this was uh, not the most memorable season from a positivity standpoint. No, and pretty much once they weren't able to execute the Davis trade, the writing was on the wall that this season was going to be a wash, right? Like right. once once that fell through after all the public pressure they put on New Orleans, on on Boston, on all these other people, once that fell through, the weight of that just crushed the team. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, some very serious news coming out of the NBA with uh, the New York Post reporting that Chris Tapps Porzingis is being investigated in New York for an alleged rape uh, that a woman told police took place last year. Uh, This was apparently after he tore his ACL uh, that night that he that that this happened uh, with the alleged attack. Uh, The woman reportedly told police she waited more than a year to come forward because she had discussed getting 68 or sixty eight thousand dollars from Porzingis to keep quiet. But I guess the money never happened. Uh, Porzingis attorney denied the allegations said they had previously referred the case to the federal authorities due to the to the accusers extortion demands. Um, They've obviously denied it. And the players union, as you would expect them to do, I would assume in most of these cases before uh, especially before anything has been decided, uh, are backing the players. Michelle Roberts came out with a statement saying the union has been aware of these allegations for some time, have evaluated the accuser's claims, and based on what is presently before us, they stand with Chris Tapps. Uh, the Mavericks were aware of all of this stuff going on uh, at the trade deadline, aware of the allegations, aware of their uh, claims of the extortion attempts, and that it had gone to the feds and still were okay with the trade. But obviously, uh, Waz, we don't need to comment on this further. Uh, we can let the story develop and get more information, but a very serious situation with Chris Tapps Porzingis. Yeah, accusations came out. Chris Tapps and his camp are denying them. Um, you know, we can deal with the news as as it as it comes to us. All right, let's get to the other games from Sunday for Monday. Hawks 136, Bucks 135 in overtime in Atlanta. No Giannis, no Chris Middleton, no Eric Bledsoe. And no win for the Bucks as Trey Young hit the game winner off a tipped inbound lob that ended up with him in the paint. Herder gets it in. Kevin looking. Lob to the basket. Poked away. Trey! Uh, 
he hit the shot, even though he had struggled in the game, he finished with 12 points on five of 19 shooting, but he did have 16 assists and just one turnover in the game. Justin mm-hmm. Anderson had 24 points, 12 rebounds for the Hawks. John Collins, 23 points, 12 rebounds, four assists, three blocks. Alex Len had 23 points. DeAndre Bembry had 16 points, six rebounds, three steals, three assists off the bench for the Bucks. Sterling Brown led them with 27 points. Tim Frazier had 20 points, 15 assists, and he didn't leave the game at all. He played all 53 minutes, 48 minutes in regulation, five minutes in overtime. Uh, someone named Bonzi Colson had 15 points and 16 rebounds for the Bucks. Warriors 137, Hornets 90 in San Francisco. Nope, in Oakland. This says Frisco in my dock. I assume Jade uh, hacked this earlier. Steph Curry, 25 points in 27 minutes. Klay Thompson, 24 points in 27 minutes. Kevin Durant, 11 points on 5 of 5 shooting and 9 assists. Draymond Green had 10 points, 9 assists. Quinn Cook, 21 points in 23 minutes off the bench. Waz, I don't think the Hornets deserve to have their stats read for this one. I know they played like the Memphis Grizzlies did. uh, And we're going to get into that later. They fielded a glorified D league team. That's how Memphis, I mean, excuse me. That's how Charlotte played tonight. Lakers 130 Pelicans 102 in New Orleans. No LeBron James, no Anthony Davis, no Drew Holiday. Who cares? Rajon Rondo, 24 points, 12 assists. JaVale McGee, 23.16 rebounds. Alex Caruso off the bench, 23 points, six assists, four steals, 18 points for Reggie Bullock. Julius Randle had a chance at a revenge game. He failed. He led the Pelicans with 17 points. Kings 113, Spurs 106 in San Antonio. Buddy Heald led the way with 26 points, five rebounds, three assists in this one. Willie Cauley-Stein had 17 points. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich with 15. Harrison Barnes had 15. The Kings didn't give up a single point in the final 253 of this game as they took the lead and won the game. Kings shot 44% from deep. DeMar DeRozan, 16 points on 16 shots. He had seven assists. LaMarcus Aldridge, 27 points, 18 rebounds. Rudy Gay had 18 points, nine, nine rebounds, but not a lot of other help on the Spurs. The Spurs shot 29% from deep in this game. Wizards 95, Nuggets 90 in Denver. Little controversy here was Nikola Jokic ejected late in the game after he almost gave someone a piggyback ride and no foul was called. He scored with 347 left in the game. He had a defender on, like literally hands on his back and didn't get the call. He blew up at the refs. He finished with 23 points, 14 rebounds, four assists in 30 minutes before he was ejected. The score was 88-88 when he when he scored and got ejected. And the Nuggets only scored two minutes in the final, or two points in the final, 347 left in this game. Troy Brown Jr., the rookie, led the Wizards with 24 points. Thomas Bryant, 20 points, 14 rebounds, three assists, three blocks. Jabari Parker had 20 points off the bench. Bradley Beal, 17 points on 16 shots. Nuggets, not named Nikola Jokic, shot just 30% from the field. Paul Millsap did have 13 points and 16 rebounds, but he combined with uh, with Will Barton and Gary Harris to shoot 11 of 41 from the field. Uh, Jokic got real mad at this one, was, and he got himself thrown out, and I don't... I guess they could afford to give it away, even though they're still fighting for the one seed. They fall behind the Warriors with this loss, uh, but he did have a legitimate claim. He had a legitimate claim, but at the same time, um, this Nuggets team is good enough to beat a crappy Wizards team even without their best players, so they should have won this game. This is a disappointing outcome. Especially at home. They're good enough to kick this team's ass without Jocic. And then, and then we were we were there for a little bit of this one. Clippers 113, Grizzlies 96 in Los Angeles. What a bad game. The Grizzlies tried to make it interesting in the fourth quarter. They failed to do so. Danilo Gallinari led the 
way for the Clippers, 27 points, 15 rebounds, five assists. He had to check back into this game in the fourth because a 20 plus point lead got dangerously close to single digits. Montrez Harrell, 20 points. Lou Williams, 17 points. Zubats had an alley-oop that made Waz jump out of his chair on media row. I, I moved. I'm, I can't lie. I actually moved my body when Zubat caught that one-handed cock back. Yeah. Um, and then I remembered there's no cheering in the press box. No cheering, but you, but you can react. We can react. I think that's okay. <laughs> uh, for the Grizzlies, DeLon Wright led the way with 19 points. Chandler Parsons at 17 points off the bench. Like, Waz, well, you know me. I'm a pretty big basketball nerd, yeah. right? Like, yes. I, there are three players on the Grizzlies I'd never heard of heard before of. tonight. Never seen their faces ever. Zach was like, I legitimately have never heard of these people in my life. Like, I don't know where they went to college. I don't know if they snatched it from overseas. I don't, I, I, like, they had an Asian homie on the team. Like, we didn't even know that, like, you know, the NBA is pretty big about promoting stuff in Asia and stuff like that. Like, I didn't, I've never heard of this, homie. Uh, there's a there's a white guy named Dusty Hannes who went to Arkansas, apparently. I Like, warming up, we were on the other side of the court from where the Grizzlies were warming up. And I kept looking over. I was like, I thought Jimmer was on the Suns. Like, I was legitimately confused by this guy. Yeah, um, I, I actually thought it was Drew Hanlon. <laughs> he thought it, Drew Hanlon, I think, hurt his knee. So that would have been an impressive comeback. <laughs> Let's get to the lines of the weekend. Uh, Damian Lillard, 36 points, seven assists, three rebounds in the win over Atlanta on Friday. Steph Curry had 37 points, five rebounds or five assists, three rebounds in the loss to Minnesota on Friday. Donovan Mitchell, 35 points, five rebounds, five assists in the win over the Wizards. James Harden, 50 points, 11 rebounds, 10 assists, another 50 point triple double. His ninth 50 point game of the season, his fifth career 50 point triple double is just a stupid stat in the win over the Kings. Devin Booker had 48 points, 11 assists, uh, almost had a third straight 50 point game in the loss to Memphis. Valanciunas in the win over Phoenix had 34 points, 20 rebounds, five assists. Waz, where are you going with your line of the weekend? I'm going to go with Devin Booker because he's got like 160 points in the last three games. And he yeah. seems that like it seems like he's trying to prove something, which I think is cool on a on a loss. Another loss Phoenix season on a team that doesn't seem to be going anywhere quick. Devin Booker closing out the year, like actually taking it seriously. I'm you know, I'm kind of happy to see it. Uh, I got to go. James Harden, man. Five, five 50 point triple doubles. Like I just that is I don't think we had had one until last season or two seasons ago. Right. And the fact that we've got five from him now, like that's just a that's just a crazy stat. Game to watch for Monday night. I know Waz hasn't done his yet, so yeah, I'm gonna have <laughs> mine while he looks at the schedule. I've got the Heat at the Celtics. This one has big time playoff implications. The Heat are about to start a home and home with Boston. They have a much tougher road the rest of the season than Orlando does. Orlando has the tiebreaker. The Heat absolutely have to win this game in Boston and then go back home and win that game against Boston. Maybe no Kyrie Irving in this one, uh, but that actually probably hurts Miami because they seem to play better without Kyrie. They at least play more as a team uh, when he sits out. Waz, do you have a game? Milwaukee and Brooklyn has a potential playoff preview first round matchup. Uh, yeah, check out the Milwaukee-Brooklyn game. Shouts Make sure to Ian, Ian Eagle. <laughs> Shouts to Iron Eagle indeed. Make sure you like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash count the ding. Subscribe to back to back podcast feed. Uh, new basketball buds on Tuesday. Nerdishy wrote on Thursday. Uh, new mailbag coming on Friday, and it has its own feed, so you got to subscribe to that. Go subscribe to Black Opinions Matter Monday. Find that on all podcast platforms. Uh, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, The Daily Ding. We also have the House of Strauss and Packing Knives. Uh, thanks for waking up with us. Some horrible news uh, happened on Sunday. Uh, 
Nipsey Hussle was was gunned down out in front of a store in Los Angeles. Uh, rest in peace to him and uh, and condolences and thoughts with his family and all of his friends. Yeah, same. My, my thoughts are with the people who were the closest to him, people who relied on this guy to support them, um, all his family and loved ones. My thoughts are with them. Um, it's just a horrible day today. This, this whole thing, we look at life like it's about what you can get from life. Mm. And I think, you know, I read something, I was like, that's not what it is. You're going to always be unfulfilled if you look at life like that. It's about knowing you're going to leave one day. And, you know, when you leave, the only way you're going to be fulfilled is if you know you gave everything you had. Really, though? And you yep. emptied yourself here. And mm -hmm. you left it all here because it's temporary and you got a moment, you know? Right. So I